Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning, boys. Good morning. Morning. Christmas party on the weekend. Pretty quiet over there. I did not strip. You did. I got a video of you with your sweater off. That wasn't stripping. I took it off in the bathroom and I put it back on in the bathroom. I was hot. I wasn't stripping, but I had an undershirt on and so I took my sweater off. I did not strip. On the dance floor with your... You took your shirt off. That counts as stripping. No. Stripping is when you do it in front of people. I took my shirt off. There's a difference. Did you grind up on anybody? Yeah, him and Pam were getting pretty close in the video I had. Not that close. (laughs) I love the Jimmy pre and then the post. Every year. Every year. I'm going to behave myself. myself. I'm going to keep my clothes on this year. Even I took my sweater off. Somebody came up and said, are you going to strip tonight? He goes, no. No, I'm I'm not. I'm... I'm going to... Clothes are all staying on. Yeah, 11 o'clock. Woo! <laughs> I did not do that. I had just had my sweater off. There's yeah. a difference. Where's our sure. bullshit? <laughs> where did we put it? Uh, where's the whistle? <laughs> no, we had a BS button. Oh, yes, that button. Uh, all right. Um, Would have been 81 today. Guess. Well, yeah, I see who's. <laughs> oh, Jimmy gets us going this morning. Good morning from the locker room. From the Harvard Media News Center, the locker room news. Danielle Smith says she will be using the Alberta Sovereignty Act to challenge Ottawa's clean energy regulations, which have a requirement to achieve a net zero electricity grid by 2035. So she says uh, she'll unveil details, I think, this week about what that means. Smith said the province tried to work with the federal government. However, the target is unachievable and will make electricity unaffordable. Because it's so affordable now. In response, it's spoke... It's because of you! <laughs> you strong Oh, my God! You control the regulations in the... It's provincially regulated! Yeah. Like... I am a functioning idiot. <laughs> like, essentially, I barely get by in life. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. We all know that. No one's fooled by that. We have the highest cost of electricity in the country. Well, and it's gone up when like 150%. When you compare it to every other province in the country. Yeah. Why? Because of you and your idiot government. <laughs> Holy shit, this 
This is just, it's unbelievable to me. Like, that she just doesn't let up on the bullshit. Like, she it just does. keeps, she just keeps trying to jam it down our... Keep deflecting the, it. The problem is, the problem. is that Ottawa's she's right. She, they should be working with us on alternatives yeah. that the government doesn't necessarily agree with. We have a lot of natural gas here. We could probably be doing something with that. The issue with this government is that they're, they're right... There's a there's a small portion of what she's saying that's right, so that is what everyone, all mm-hmm. the loonies, gravitate towards, and then the rest of it is just bull. In the article I read, she said that she's worried that the operators of the electrical companies in Alberta are going to get arrested and put in jail by the federal government. Yeah, where do you think you live? <laughs> And the federal government has responded to that and said that's not a thing. And you know no who's going gonna to jail. eat that up? Terrorists. Mm-hmm. From the from the organization that wants to separate Alberta and join the United States of America. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's sitting on his keyboard right now going crazy because he thinks that EPCOR officials are gonna start getting arrested. Yeah. By Justin Trudeau and his Gestapo. <laughs> According to experts, the Sovereignty Act won't work because there are only two ways to challenge laws in Canada, through the courts or through federal elections. I say we just take up arms right now. <laughs> Put tanks on the Careful, border. there's people that think that way. <laughs> Holy crap. The Locker Room, only on Cruise. Good morning, Cruise. Just listening to your pod from the other day about the wild pig. Yeah. They're already in Ontario. I've heard of them out in Quebec and even into New Brunswick now. Get out of here. And you're right. They they multiply like wildfire. I'm on a dairy farm, and I'm constantly looking for tracks. Not every day, but just to keep an eye out because they can destroy large chunks of crops in like a matter of days. They just destroy and multiply. Hard to kill. It's the bare dirt. They'll rip everything right out of the ground. It is yeah. crazy. And they're at night, so you you can't go out and get them. I think Grant mentioned that, that they're nocturnal, so they, they've kind of, yep. they hide from, from people, yeah. Yeah, 100%. well, yeah, appreciate the call. What's your name? Russ. Russ. And have yeah. you ever shot one? I have not. I haven't seen one. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I haven't seen one. There's I We've got no signs around here, but there are people, like, maybe an hour east of me and west of me, and they've said they've seen stuff around their place. So Man, we so got to get so some good. night hunters out there with the <laughs> night vision. Well, Booby traps. You go on YouTube and look up, uh, you can look mm-hmm. those up. There's some pretty wild videos of them shooting them with night vision. I got that call um, from Russ yeah. last week, just as we were signing off. He was listening to our podcast. We were talking about this pig problem. It's moved into the northern parts of the United States, and... Um, I did watch a couple of videos. They're crazy, Grant. Oh yeah, I know. I've watched a lot. Like, yeah, they're they're not so huge too. And I've seen people trapping them, trapping them like bears. Almost, you get these huge bear traps, and then they yeah. catch a bunch in there. And, but you can't take them out because they just multiply so fast. Well, I was thinking that you could start a business around this, right? Like a night hunt for wild pigs. Yeah. It would be very pop. Are you kidding me? People well, go cr- like out of their way to go to weird places to do these weird hunts. I've told you, I have friends that have gone to Texas to hunt pigs yeah. out of a helicopter. 
So they give you a gun and put you in a helicopter and you fly around shooting pigs. But I don't. But I don't know if it's a good idea to have hunting parties in the city. And also, it is illegal to hunt at night. I mean, that's the well. No, they're they're open um, open season on on wild boars though. You still can't shoot a gun at night. After it's dark, you can't be firing rifles. Why are you getting in the way of my fun? It's kind of dangerous. Look, if, if, the three, if the three of us, if the three of us went hunting, uh, one of the three would end up getting shot by the other. I think they should do this. I think they should yeah. ask permission uh, because of the ecological damage that wild boars are doing to the prairies in Alberta. Somebody starts a business. You bring people in. You set them up in a camp. Yeah. Right. You sleep during the day, and then in the middle of the night, you get up. Night, <laughs> night goggle vision. You get all the 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 permits and everything to be, you know, to yeah. give your pre- and then you like take money from crazy Americans, or and you go out into the bush in the middle of the night and shoot these things, <laughs> or you just it's track a business them, opportunity, or you just track them down, figure out where they're. Where where they're sleeping during the day. That doesn't feel like good sport to kill them while they're sleeping. That's just as slaughter sick. them. <laughs> I like the hunting in the night thing. It was a couple of weeks now, right? That we had the taboo sex show in town. Whenever Jimmy's birthday it was, was just before my birthday, yeah. so that yeah, would have yeah. been so, a couple of weeks. Yeah. So not this pa- this past weekend, but the weekend before. Yeah. The Friday before the taboo section. So that show, would have been the seventeenth. Yes, we had um, Pepper in, mm-hmm. and she is a sex expert. She, she didn't want to claim to be an expert in polyamory, but she's she, been, she te- 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 if you teach classes on it, absolutely, you're an expert. You're if an expert. you can speak like that about uh, yeah. That near, we expert. had a wildly interesting conversation with her. I'll, I'll get you to put that out on maybe just your socials. <laughs> it's on the Locker Room YouTube page. If you're interested, yeah, actually, don't put it out. If you're interested... Just go to our YouTube. Yeah, go to our YouTube or... Or ask us for the link. Yeah, Jimmy can send you a direct link to the interview. Just text him, 780-989-0957. On the weekend... Pepper reached out to Jimmy, and it sort of ties into this conversation we were having with Pepper. <laughs> it was That's a conversation that two of you were having with Pepper with me standing on the sidelines. All right. Okay. Well, Sounds I'll play like a little I'll play a little clip from our chat with Pepper. That was the day we learned that he likes to be dressed up as a baby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and bottle fed. That's not it. That's not it. <laughs> no. Grant but there are some the people who do have a kink for that, and that is okay. Uh, I love this part. It's, That's not it. <laughs> it was a very questionable. She was like, yeah, that might be it. <laughs> is that it? Anyway, um, Pepper, who also, I guess, in that polyamorous world, when you dip your toe into that world, yeah. there are um, there are certain elements of it that we would not be familiar with as, like, me, of course, Grant, of as, course. As normies. Yeah, as normies, I guess, is the best way of putting <laughs> it. But there is a, I guess, a, a, a nightlife that comes with it, and okay. there are clubs in town. Oh, yeah. And, and things to that effect. She invited Jimmy... Out to one of those clubs. Yeah, there she was gonna take me out, her and her husband, and to 
tag along. Tag along, dip my toes in and see if it's something. In our chat, she mentioned that these clubs are like very strict on like you're not going. If you go there, it doesn't mean you're going to bang. They're yeah, 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 very yeah. strict on touching and flirting and everything else. And she said she has a lot of friends that will go there because it's a safe place to go and dance. So you should have gone. You, you no, no, the, no, no, just no. Came it's, in. it's it's an open ended thing. If I if I want to go. Do but, it. But she had Come rules on. with the fact that I'm in the media. You know, you can't talk about we who's asked, names. Yeah. We could. We asked her if we could talk about the invite, and she said, "Absolutely, go yeah, ahead, go like, nuts." Um, names some of the stuff in the common areas, secret so, codes, uh, like just because you can it's talk their about what life, the buffet is. It's their lifestyle. It, you know, us outing people that might want to keep it. Private. So here's the thing: we do not need to actually. What are we going to run down a list of names well, of people exactly. that were there? Terrence and uh, Sheila were there. From, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let, no, I no. Think I, we I can said, still talk yeah. about you and you going uh, and out to the one of these clubs and yeah. kind of. So this yeah. weekend, kind of which. There wasn't a definite date. It was. Uh, it's. I'm sticking an olive branch out if it, okay. you're interested. Here's in, the thing. So you wear a GoPro. Here's the thing with Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy needs to get a push. He yeah. needs a nudge. Like everything in his life. Right. Brushing his teeth, cleaning his house, <laughs> yeah, going yeah, to see a doctor. Just needs a nudge. Paying his bills. <laughs> he needs a nudge. Right? Yeah. The only thing he really takes care of is feeding himself. So my thought in this is that you and I, Grant, Mm -hmm. we find a way to encourage him to actually take the initiative and send her a note back and go, I would actually like to do this. Yeah. Because here's the thing. And Grant has, Grant, I think, said it when Pepper was in and we were talking about this lifestyle is that I think that Jimmy needs to find somebody that's more open to that type of a lifestyle, right? Because you're not going to find some nice young lady who goes to church on the weekends that's going to decide to settle down and move in with you. You need someone with a little freak on her leash. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Am I I wrong? Absolutely. Someone that's going to take your hand and guide you into this wonderful world of... Whatever it is that you're into is going to... The only reason I sent you that email and said that is I'm thinking about it. Whoa. Okay. It, what it's... it's Yeah. I'm strongly thinking about it. Here's the thing. I don't think you go in there with any expectation of... No. Of, like, yeah, going no. into the back room with 30 ladies, right? I think you go there with the expectation of experiencing something different that you're not going to get a chance to experience by just going, you know, to the Christmas party and ripping your shirt off and and stripping I, for I, the... I did not strip. For the Harvard media staff I did not strip. at 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. When the, when the tunes get thumping. Yeah. Like, you... This is a... I was hot. <laughs> the sweater was warm. You should do this. I'm going to stay on you to 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 take advantage of this invite from Pepper. I am strongly thinking about it. Like it's, yeah, okay. We we got a text from a listener who 
you've stripped for before, and she says she's she's gone to these clubs, and she's recommending that you go do it as well. It'd be fun. She'll you, probably go with you. Like I would be awkward. I would. Uh, it would not be something that I would be interested no, we, in. We, both of us would be in the corner, like yeah. awkwardly. Jimmy sipping would be a drink. so because of how social you are and the type of individual you are and how you're wired. You got so many costumes already. Yeah, <laughs> you can bring your hot dog soup for the buffet. <laughs> I don't think there's a buffet. I think in the interview oh, yeah. she said there wasn't a buffet. You don't send want her, to bring soup when there's a lot of nudity. Send her a note back. Okay, Cold soup. Send her a note. All right? Just say that you're interested. I think you should do this. That's my thought. That's my vote. Yeah. All right. Okay. And keep us posted on it. We don't need to know all the, the nitty-gritty, dirty details. Just send, a, send her a note and go and do it. You want board, Grant? He absolutely should be doing this. You guys have been encouraging me to get into porn. You've been encouraging me to do... Because we've seen that side of you, and we want you to embrace it and to be your true self. And to stop living in shame and hiding. First off, you not taking advantage of that porn opportunity was a huge mistake. Yeah. Right? You could have been in a porno. And Dustin says you got nothing to lose and everything to gain. Absolutely. What are you going to lose by doing this? And you might get your salad tossed. (laughs) (laughs) Two. The locker rooms. Jimmy. At the movies. I shall call him me. It's like Minute at the Movies, but shorter. Jimmy, what movie did you watch on the weekend? Cheech and Chong, the next movie. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Yeah, what do you want? Uh, why don't you give him his luggage, man? Because he owes $262.50, and in another five minutes, there'll be an additional thirty-seven fifty. So we're on this because of Tommy Chong? I think so, yeah. Okay. No. No, no, we're on this because we took with Cheech. I was going to say, I think it's it was one, It was yeah. one or the other. That's I can't right. remember. So now one. we can watch a Tommy Chong movie. There you go. <laughs> uh, we're on a theme here. <laughs> and the movies aren't getting any better. <laughs> like, this next movie was almost as dumb as... Okay, uh, well, you're probably going to end up watching another one. You have to try watching the next one stoned. Yeah. Yeah. Just gotta, take an edible. I... D- Hit a bong. I don't do stoned well. Let's get... Do some weed. Yeah, let's get you a huge bong. Need to take no, some weed. No, remember that? I spent more time coughing. <laughs> I'm not a smoker. I never have been. But just do an edible. I got. I did that. You should start doing mushrooms. <laughs> I got a cookie that will take you to the next dimension. What is it, like a one hit or whatever? It's a... It was given to us, and we were told, like... The tiniest little bite. That's it. Oh, you oh, have any, oh, it's an edible. Yeah, it's an edible. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That is well, apparently, it's yeah, made by someone in this building. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it is. Uh, in their garage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, um, the, the what did you about, think the of thing about Chong's next movie? It had a pretty good cast. Like they, they bring in. They had uh, what's his name, Michael Winslow. Uh, he was Jones in the Police Academy. He's the one that oh, makes I all the. I was I was thinking of Carl Winslow from Family Matters. No, but he's the one that makes all the sound effects with oh, his mouth. Yeah. yeah. So he was in it, and it was it had some funny parts, just like the other one, but it was still dumb. Yeah. Um, I remember this one. I 
I did not remember Up in Smoke. I know I'd watched it because mm-hmm. I obviously, but I do remember um, uh, stuff from this Cheech and Chong's next movie. Pee Wee was actually kind of funny in it. That's why I pulled that clip. All right, we'll put a pin in that because we might end up pivoting to Pee Wee. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a strong finish. I gave it. I gave it a, gave it a one. It was. It was no better than the last one. What did you give uh, Up and Smoke? A one, two. I think you gave, I that, gave one. that one a two. Okay. All right. <laughs> so Cheech and Chong's next movie was worse. Imagine that. The sequel. I can't believe it. <laughs> It'd be hard to explain to the family. It's the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. I've been hearing more and more conversation about AI over the last little while. And you just saw a story today about AI-powered robots? Yeah, this was um, had to do with creating oxygen on Mars. So Chinese <laughs> scientists um, say using AI-powered robots, they have managed to uh, create oxygen. Um, so <laughs> little, oh, my God. A little uh, terrifying, but if it helps us get to Mars, kind of cool, right? Why do we need to go to Mars again? Because we're killing this planet, so we want to go try to is, okay. build up another one and then kill that one. Kill that that one's already I think dead. It's just, no, I think it's just. Well, there's part of that they talk about, like we we might need another place to go. Yeah, that one's already dead, but it's just curiosity, I think. And I'm okay with curiosity to explore. Um, so I can wrap my head around that. These uh, robots, they said, can use materials that are available on Mars and create oxygen. So they'll just wander around, build stuff for us. I guess. While yeah, we're I've... waiting to um, to go, and while they're building stuff, they'll be like farting out oxygen and creating an building environment. These things, yeah. I have a feeling this this sounds like a different movie. It sounds almost like a Battlestar Galactica, where they were working. The, the Cylons were almost like robots, and then they turned on, and there was a Cylon versus the humans. Thank God we got you. Wow, that was, That's what I'm here for. <laughs> that set the show back a few <laughs> cool points. Yeah. You know, you might actually be interfering with my sexy time at home. <laughs> yeah. Your wife listens to the show. And she's yeah. like, mm, not today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she hears that. Yeah. Uh, you need That's new friends. Maybe next That's week. what's going on. <laughs> Welcome to the locker room. All right, it's Bend Over Mondays, and we've got Jason Bale on with us. Good morning, Jason. How are you? Good morning. I'm well. How are you? Good. We need to deal with one thing first um, before we get into um, the amount of reading that you did on the weekend. <laughs> you go out, right? Like <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. Not this weekend. This I'm sluggish from Bogo Buckets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he did actually put together a bill, Grant, that could be presented to city council to bring back plastic straws. The, what's the issue with the bill that you put together, though? <laughs> so it's got areas that are, are more jokingly, knowing that council's not actually going to do this. So it's things like... Whereas the city recognizes that sometimes dumb bylaws need to be repealed. And 
So it's just, it's not. It's a little tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, so. A little tongue-in-cheek, yeah. But, I mean, the reality is that any council member at any time can just call the vote to repeal it. They don't need any paperwork, any bylaws or anything. This is just something that could be done. Okay, all right. Well, listen, we'll keep our fingers crossed for somebody to do that. Um, Appreciate the effort behind the scenes that you put in as well. So, the... Last week, what happened? Why did we get a whole bunch of stuff dumped up on us last week? So, I don't know. I Whenever I see this, I suspect the city is up to something. I mean, they released over 2,000 pages of reports. And for perspective, the Bible is 1,500 pages. <laughs> so, a Bible and a third of a Bible got released. And it's, it, I mean, I read about 500 pages this weekend. I don't know if they're hiding something. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, there's some stuff here that's just outright idiotic. So I don't know if they're hiding anything. It is kind of suspicious. And they've done this in the past, right, where they've they've done like an information dumped. And the the point of it, you and I were talking on the weekend, is kind of to get in front of the potential the possibility of a scandal if somebody does take the time to unearth something that they've done kind of like the 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 stupid bus project that we were all hearing about last week and then Mm -hmm. what they can say is well we told you we let everybody know right it's kind of one way of dodging blame i guess yeah and then actually putting that blame onto the general public and say well you didn't bring this up at the moment when we made this public so we don't care about your concerns now i mean this this bus one that you mentioned that came out publicly like three months ago so i don't know why it blew up last week it and you also think that that might be another smoke screen to hide a bigger issue uh if there's something, a bigger issue, something truly egregious that they're trying to hide, that that's the strategy. Like, these are the, the signs that I look for. Something that's easily defendable by the city that's making the all the headlines in the news. Uh, huge document dump in the reports. Uh, that is especially at budget time where we already have a, 20, or a 500 page document of budget where every page is actually intense reading. So... I love this segment. Now we're not even. <laughs> now we're not, not even leading on speculation. It's <laughs> actually happening. Now we're starting to dig up stuff that's potentially coming down the pipe. <laughs> Just take it outside of Edmonton. This is a strategy that other political organizations have used in the past, though, right? Probably. I mean, I had 2,500 pages to read this weekend. I didn't get a chance to see what other jurisdictions are doing. But no, but in the past, other jurisdictions do this kind of stuff. So it's not, it's like, it's not something out of the ordinary that that you're suggesting, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, listen, do us a favor. If you find anything, let us know about it, okay? I got one quick one if you want. Okay. All right. All right. So there's a transit one. The uh, survey feedback came back. And one of the problems that people have, the top three problems, uh, loitering and drug use. Yes. So the city's strategy is gamification. How do we make taking transit a game? Do we put stickers on the window and people can take pictures of those monster stickers eating passengers like on the street? That is actually in one of these reports. And that's why I say there's outright idiotic things and not so much hidden. That's a strategy to make people feel safer? Yes. Wow. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. All right. Listen, it's Bend Over Mondays. Jason Bale, thank you for your time. Love your work, my thank friend. Bunker Room presents The Grant Report, brought to you by Battle Rattle Tactical Supplies, supplying the front line since 2016. Now, Grant Johnson. I don't know if this is a sign that we are doomed or that they're just a lot more giant nerds out there than we all thought, but they just released a new study which claims that Star Wars is now an integral part of the English language. Oh, my God. Integral part. And you might be thinking, like, oh, that's just for the V-card-carrying nerds like Jimmy. (laughs) I know I said that, but the nerds have taken over. And then I started to think about it. Oh, you know what? Day-to-day... I do call the kids my Padawans when I'm teaching them things. Without even really realizing I'm quoting Star Wars, I do casually mention Jedi mind tricks. Sometimes when I'm mad at mosquitoes, I yell, forget the insecticide, bring on the nukes. Star Wars becoming an integral part of our language. It's not knowing how many languages C3PPO speaks or... Knowing how to recite Shakespeare in Klingon, it's more about how we use the tar- term uh, dark side in casual conversation or call hairy people Chewbacca. So they looked at how often terms like Yoda, Jedi, Padawan, lightsaber, dark side come up and found about 7,700 mentions of them, suggesting they are now, like I said, integral in our language, common terms we use all the time. I guess it's better for us to quote Spock than it is for everyone be, to be quoting uh, Blazing Saddles all the time, though, so we can look at it that way. The Grant Report is brought to you by our new merchandise, Make Wings Cheap Again. Yes. Get a hat or a shirt today and join the movement. And you have until the end of the day to save 10% by using the promo code TAINT. That's real. Text us now for the link to shop. Another moment with Dr. Locke. This is about microdosing. Apparently, psychedelics show a massive promise in improving mindfulness in adults with ADHD. Which means clearly, I got to start microdosing. I got to get on the shrooms. <laughs> you should. You should. Do you? Are you serious that yeah. you should be microdosing? There's a lot of things you should be doing, and microdosing is one of them. Microdosing is I, isn't. You're not going to start seeing things from what people say. Like you take such a small little dosage, it's just a boost in your mood and so focus you're, and. You think I should start taking mushrooms on a daily basis? Yes. A thousand percent. What, really? You more than anyone. <laughs> There's no doubt. In anyone, in anyone who's ever met you has suggested to you that you take you, mushrooms. You need something. Microdose. <laughs> well, I clearly have... I don't know if I'm technically ADHD. Mm-hmm. I'm something. You're I'm on borderline. Some, I'm on some spectrum for sure More than with one. how I'm wired. I, I've See, had this like... I've never thought I was ADHD, really. I, I've had something going on, but the more I like hear about the symptoms or the signs of it, yeah. like people will drop something and I'll be like, you mean everyone doesn't do that? <laughs> oh, not everyone like needs to be doing something with their hands at all times? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have very similar moments. There's a lot of... I've watched this one video where this guy was like, oh, this is the ADHD walk. And it's where you're walking into like corners. Like you go around a corner when you're walking and you brush them. And I was like, I do that all the time. I do that all the time too, yeah. Yeah. I just... The thing with me 
Because I had that one really bad experience with, with acid yeah. at Lollapalooza back in the 90s. And I've sort of been scared of it, so I've never done them ever mm-hmm. in my life. And uh, and we've talked about this. The people that are proponents of taking drugs like this mm. are always the people in my life that take the most drugs. <laughs> See, I don't, and I'm a proponent of it. But I just that's true. You've never done mushrooms, so it's hard for you to understand what it's like. I and guess. I also don't want to change. I kind of. But it doesn't, I don't think, it just because you just, don't like me <laughs> doesn't mean I don't no, like I you. No, I just think it would help you. Like, where you wouldn't spend all that time squirreling on stuff. Maybe. Do you want the symptoms of ADHD and see how many you have? Okay, yeah, yeah, let's okay. do it. Okay, being unable to sit still, especially in a calm or quiet surroundings. All right, hang on, let me get the bell ready to go here. <laughs> okay, constantly fidgeting. Yeah. Okay, hang on. Being unable to concentrate on tasks, excessive physical muse, uh, movement, uh, excessive talking. Uh, not for me. For him? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're doing me here, Greg. <laughs> being, uh, being unable to wait your turn. Yeah. <laughs> acting without thinking. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And interrupting conversations. Oh, I never do that. No, never. <laughs> Screw you never. guys. <laughs> Time now for James P. White's Monday Morning Motivation. You, me, no one's going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep on moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That is how winning is done. Have a great day, everyone. And thank you for listening to The Locker Room. This is The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Okay, we have Chris Swanson on with us this morning. Chris, we wanted to phone it and thank you for um, the contribution to our Stuff a Cruiser campaign to help uh, with the Edmonton Food Bank this year. You did something a little bit interesting. Do you want to tell us what you've done? Well, um, last week when you brought it up, I was sitting here listening to the show before my shift, and I just thought, well, I can't get to the radio station to drop stuff off, so why not get stuff delivered? I had a Uber, like the Uber Eats grocery promo thing that they send out every so often for X amount of dollars off for something on that you order, and I figured, well, might as well start with that. So I got that coming. And then last night I figured, you know what, I'm going to send another order, but that order is going to be directly shipped by Walmart. So wow. it's about $100 worth of stuff coming today. And, you know, I, I have used the food bank before um, during my economic layoffs a couple of years ago. And it's, um, I just can't imagine what people are going through right now. And it's just my little effort to, to try to help right now. Well, it's, it's, it's huge, Chris. And, and the fact that you actually went out of your way to find a way to get us something, um, because you can't make your way down here because you're busy working is, uh, it means a lot, my friend. I really, really appreciate it. Wanted to phone and thank you in person. So that's huge. No, hey, I, I thank you for this. And I'm going to, 
even though I'm looking at increased costs in 24, I got the mortgage call shock last week. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to do some adjustments and see what I can do to help further into 2024. Well, the the wife and I, she went shopping and I said, grab some stuff for the uh, for the Edmonton Food Bank when you're out. And she and you know she came back and we filled the back of the Subaru up with a bunch of stuff and and we're going to donate on our on to the to the stuff a cruiser as well and and we had a quick conversation you know what listen we're things are pretty tight in our household as well but we're doing better than a lot of other people so uh, i i think but that's kind of where you're at as well chris that's the thing like i was very fortunate you know not to have any pandemic layoffs i was you know i was able to work straight through i didn't go through any of the turmoil that people went through yeah. i'm not sounding you know ignorant about it it's just how it happened for me and i just can't imagine what people are going through right now yeah it's it's tough and i got a buddy that works at the edmonton food bank and he was like every, it, like every month it just seems to get the traffic just seems to build and build and build it's not getting any better so they need our help this year chris this will go a long way we got you and your wife and entered into the draw for Metallica tickets. So good luck for that. Okay, brother. Thank you for this. I really appreciate your time this morning. Okay. Thanks guys. Have a great day. Take care, my friend. Three, two, the locker rooms. Jimmy at the movies. I shall call him me. It's like minute at the movies, but shorter. I have enjoyed this recent sort of odyssey that we've been on with Jimmy at the movies. Yeah, we were on Alien with Sigourney Weaver, and Tim Scarrett, our Tom Scarrett, was in Alien, so we jumped into Up in Smoke because he was Strawberry. So then we went from that to um, Cheech and Chong's next movie, and Cheech Marin. Then we went. Uh, now we're jumping to Tommy Chong, and we've got to obviously do another. Cheech and Chong movie. Can we yeah. not? That's the only way. These are so mind-numbing. I think you do. We were talking about this this morning when you gave us the review for Cheech and Chong's next movie. We were saying, you got to do this next one stoned. This is the only I way. I don't do stoned. Grant's going to bring in well, some uh, weed that somebody at the radio station made. You can have some of that, or there's some chocolates, or whatever I, you want. I know, I know who made it, and they're, they're not lightweight. I don't think you do know who made it, but um, I got a whole bunch of options for you. We we got a whole basket of arrows. Well, why don't you bring in something for him yeah. that won't kill him? Yeah, the, and then it'll make him enjoy these movies. Yeah, it'll be not it'll make your life easier. The last time we got you stoned, well, I shouldn't say this because it makes it sounds like we're. <laughs> the last time he did edibles was when he did um, the, uh, the, the, the the one the hills with the, have eyes. Yeah, when uh, with those things that ate people. This might be. This would be better. This is this might be, be fun. Yeah, that was. That was kind of mean. This is a this good- is like this will actually make the movie better for you. Like remember when we saw Super Troopers two? Yes, and we yeah. thought it was the funniest movie ever. Like that was a dumb movie. Yeah, <laughs> well, but weren't you stoned? We were baked. Yeah. Lock tripped in the theater and spilled his popcorn everywhere going up the stairs. And everyone was laughing. <laughs> that was right at the beginning of the movie. The lights weren't even on no, yet. It was literally- <laughs> and we already made a scene. We're rolling yeah. with a little person. We're all stoned. And we walk uh, in and I trip and my popcorn goes flying. I didn't see that with you. I uh, yeah, you, No, you were with us. Wasn't no, he with us? I no, can't remember. Anyway, no, I wasn't. Tommy Chong movies. All right. So nice dreams came in. 
Ryan about 13 times, that which one, is a Cheech and Chong movie, yeah, right? Yeah, it's another Cheech and Chong one. Mm, um, right, so he could do that one. There was Zootopia. He did a Nicolas Cage one recently, Color Out of Space. No, let's let's do this. I've let's, done the Color of Grant, Space. Leave yourself a note. Bring in some of uh, some of the edibles. Yeah, I'll give him an edible. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, and then go home, take an edible, and I bet you, I bet you, we get a higher rating in Nice Dreams than we've had of the last couple of Cheech and Chong movies. <laughs> Welcome to the locker room. I thought this was odd. This got to be an American thing, eh? Like sixty-four percent of men say this is their number one dating red flag, and it's if the woman is a communist. Now, here's the thing: I have been out of the dating world, but are there a lot of communist women running around? Sixty-four <laughs> percent said if a woman says she's communist, I'm out. Yeah, how many times are they going on dates and having <laughs> women? See, to me, this is just. She's trying to get out of a conversation or something, and she's like, I'm communist. Right? Maybe that's what it Maybe is. Maybe that's what it is. Like, he's wearing his mega hat. Oh, okay. And she's like, uh, how do I get this out of this This isn't going to work. You see, yeah, I'm, I'm a communist. I'm, that has to be it. Like, oh, I know that okay. we have the communist party. I, the last <laughs> provincial election that was an option in my neighborhood was the communist party of Alberta. <laughs> Like, but I think but, you'd be hard-pressed to wander around the city of Edmonton and run into too many... I think they got, like, six votes. Like, <laughs> are they wearing all green? Like, I... It's, it's got a certain it? march. It's like Grant said, it's got to be... Uh, Meetings on Sundays? Like, what? <laughs> There's a club or something. It's got to be a... Sorry, we can't date. I'm communist. They... Yeah. D- d- Jimmy, this study, they asked thousands of men. 64% of them said, yeah, no, nah, she can't be a communist. And I'm like, what? What is going? Why? Do you have political conversations with Matt? On a That's first a, date? No, we don't. See, well, I don't, don't either. Neither of us are my... political. Like, we might, she'll ask me questions sometimes. Like, she sent me a thing this morning because um, Robert Kennedy put out a thing on his Instagram saying, like, here's the, the latest polls, and he has Elon Musk polling in there. She's like, is he running for pre-? like? That's the extent of our political conversations. conversations is like asking questions. Um, My wife will we'll watch the news together or something, and maybe she'll ask me yeah. like who somebody is. But we we just do not. But some people, it's a huge. That's all they think about. That's all they. This talk might. About. You're right. I think this is more of an American thing. Um, I think you're defined in the states. As a Republican or a Democrat, a lot of times. So yeah. you're, if you're on a dating site, you might be on like a, a you know, a dating site for Republicans or a dating site for yeah. Democratic. It was funny for uh, the women. One of the biggest red flags was having no hobbies. <laughs> so men are worried about the big communist. <laughs> women are worried about you not having a hobby it's to get you out of the house. <laughs> You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Makes you seem pretty put together by comparison, hey? Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.